West Indies soup. I don't know what that means. You're with Julian on the brown note and a review of Let Him Go, possibly an entire new genre of filmmaking. Um, it's called a neo-western. Uh, Thomas Bezucha hasn't uh, made any films so far that I've become aware of. He's a screenwriter and director from America. Um, but this one is definitely putting him on the map. It was, it was released this week, uh, two or three weeks ago in the cinema, I think in Australia as well. Um, and it has a very, very appealing central to cast members. Um, so it's uh, it's from a book, and I guess it could be analogous to my previous Hill, uh, Beverly's Hillbillies. I keep wanting to call Hillbilly Elegy to Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, dear. Um, it's, it's another white trash, in inverted commas. Um, it's another white poverty film um, and story about poor folk in the either, you know, in this case, it's in Montana and Ohio, um, so we either get the sort of Ozark thing or the or the uh, Appalachian thing, or or something that shows you know the big wide open spaces, the hollers where they live in. Uh, it seems to be a very big cinematic movement at the moment. This doesn't try and be a worthy film at all, to its massive credit, and it does actually show a much more evocative recreation of that world than Hillbilly Elegy and it's also a much better film than The Devil All The Time. Uh, very ambitious but massive failure. Here we get Kevin Costner and his wife Diane Lane. Now that's a winning partnership right there to float a movie on. I was in love with Diane Lane when she was in Rumblefish, one of the great, the last great Francis Ford Coppola film. Very underappreciated, a brilliant film. Also uh, starred Matt Dillon, Mickey Rourke, and Dennis Hopper as the three main guys in it. But and Diane Lane was the schoolgirl in it. I was about thirteen or eleven uh, when it, when that happened, and I've always thought that she deserved a lot more. She's a re- she's just a really good actress in a in a leading actress way. Um, she's she can helm films, um, and I think she's sort of um, capable of generating a great deal of sympathy. Kevin Costner, I thought, was a rubbish actor back in the 90s. I hated Dances with Wolves and Robin Hood. I always thought he was useless. But the older he's got, he's got a lot better, and he's given a number of very interesting performances in recent years, not always in great films. But he's, like many, he's achieved that gravity with age where he's now a very, very acceptable leading man and a good actor. And having those both uh, in their later years as the lead couple is is the winning part of this film as they're both excellent and they both have you on side without trying to. So they live in Montana and they live with their son and his wife and their infant child. Their son is killed trying to break in a new horse. Um, he's bucked by the horse, uh, leaving the family distraught. And the young wife then goes on to marry a member of the Wee Boy family a few years later. Now, Diane Lane sees this Wee Boy character, neither the Costner character or Lane character, trust him. Uh, there seems to be a dodgy marriage in the first place um, with the, the young wife just basically want, wanting a husband. This is set in the 1960s, so in an era where you know these kind of things matter a lot more than they would today. And one day, uh, after she witnesses the husband bashing the wife, not very much, it must be said, and I'm not belittling it, but given what's coming, um, the family up and flee and disappear. 
and it's um, Kevin Costner and Diane Lane find out that he's part of this wee boy clan, a very notorious family from Ohio, uh, called a clan, alarm signals from that word, and they basically are run by this matriarch called Blanche. They're up to their neck in criminality, and they mistreat women and wives, and Diane Lane convinces Kevin Costner to travel to Ohio in their pickup truck to get the son back, something that Kevin Costner's character is understandably a bit reticent about because she doesn't really have any good reasons. Diane Lane's character is shown to be an incredible bulldog. Like, she doesn't really have much to go on here for stealing a child from the mother, um, but he kind of goes along with it, and I'm glad they made this clear because otherwise I would have just said this is so incredulous. Uh, Kevin Costner does at some point say, you know, I just wanted her to come here to be able to say goodbye. Because if that was genuinely their feeling that they were both going there to steal this child and take him across interstate lines, I'm not sure that it would have had much credibility. It's a film with the skill of a mountain goat traces a line between incredulous and just being credible. When they meet the family, uh, Blanche, the matriarch, is a very abusive, controlling and strong woman. The sons all seem to be basically slaves to her, but willing ones. And it's clear that their daughter-in-law and the infant child are not going to have a good life. Uh, they're constantly watched, whatever they do. And she basically makes a pact with the daughter-in-law, basically come and live with us. And the daughter-in-law says, yes, this is terrible, it's horrible, I hate it here. Um, so they plan to leave with Kevin Costner and Diane Lane. Unfortunately, the Wee Boy clan get wind of this, and they turn up, and they violently attack Kevin Costner, and basically the police side with the Wee Boy clan, and they're told to get the hell out of Dodge. Um, and that sets up a denouement where the... Costner and Lane side of things are in a battle royale with the Wee Boy clan in this big old southern mansion in the middle of nowhere. Now, um, this is a good film. I said it's a new genre in filmmaking. It's kind of like, you know, you've got that Bridges of Madison County sort of, you know, older people romance films that they've had, the, the, the sort of drama rom-coms with older people in the roles. Diane Lane's already done rom-coms where she's been by far the best thing in it. Um, and this time, instead of going down the romance route or, or going down the Steel Magnolias route or going down the Hillbilly Elegy, they've gone for a straight southern potboiler with tons of violence in its back half, with shootouts and stuff like that. So it's a western in its second half. And I thought that was really clever because it's giving this older audience something that they probably aren't getting. You know, it doesn't have to be trite or pat. It doesn't have to be over-emotional. Um, it sets itself up methodically over the first sort of hour or so. And then it unleashes, you know, the, the nastiness of the back half of the film. And I thought that was pretty clever. Because I can't, I can't really think of another film that's done that. Um, I thought it all hanged together really well. I thought the, um, the screenplay wasn't too long and didn't over play its hand at all the 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 things that i was continually skirting with was did she have enough to go on to instigate everything that happened and seeing um the husband give his wife the back of his hand in the street and the same to the child and then they've moved away legally to live in a different place 
I'm not sure you've got much of a leg to stand on. It's just that once those things are in motion uh, and they visit the family, the family then up the ante quite significantly, giving credence to what comes after that, which is an absolute bloodbath. But I was kind of like, you're overstepping the mark here a little bit. Uh, the two leads are great. Um, they exhibit it, um, they're in that world-weary pocket perfectly, but Diane Lane in particular stands out for being just so outrageously bullish. She is such a bulldog, and I did feel for Kevin Costner because she just won't let go. Um, the Wee Boy clan, they're, they're a bit bland, really. I mean, we've seen these horror families, and this is like the, the very... A blandized version of the you know the Texas Chainsaw Massacre family in the woods. Um, they're not that interesting. <laughs> I mean, they don't really do that much. It's just they're a bit abusive. I'm sure that a lot of families were probably a bit abusive in poverty out in the middle of Ohio and Montana in the early '60s. Um, it's just the ante gets upped quite painfully bad, and he does give her the chance to make a decision whether she wants to they're not kidnapping anyone and then it, it, it dissolves into full-on violence this is um it's a really good film to to watch and sit through because it it doesn't overplay its emotional notes but it gives you satisfaction within them it hits some good satisfying notes um the the the, the criminal family aren't the worst i've seen if you've seen winter's bone again and you see those families that um, she encounters on her odyssey to try and find her father. They're nowhere near as scary as that. It's pretty lame, really. But it does amp it up a bit, and um, it, it doesn't stray too much into the incredulous, just sort of dip toe in every now and again. Um, I thought the uh, denouement was quite satisfying, uh, the involvement of a, an Indian or Native American it was a bit pat as well. I'm not sure what, where that came from or why that character existed, really. He didn't seem to have a part to play other than being there. Um, I thought the leads were good, especially Diane Lane. She's uh, really blossoming late in her career. Um, Kevin Costner has a little bit more of a simplistic, stoic role, but she's really good as someone that's quite fierce as is um, the lady that plays Blanche as well. Could have They could have used the family a lot more and done a lot more with her. Uh, Leslie Manville, very famous actress, she's a matriarch, but um, I needed more from her character, not from her performance. But they, she's, she's briefly sort of established over a couple of scenes, and we don't get that much out of her. I would have rather have seen more of this world and got a bit more of a sense of how dangerous this wee boy clan was because they weren't that scary. But overall, it's a very satisfying film. It's not a film I'm going to watch again. I got everything I needed to out of it the first time around, and I think it will be very successful as well. So let him go. I'm going to give a very, very solid 7 out of 10 to. Definitely no higher and definitely no lower. As a once through, it is very, very satisfying. Um, and I wouldn't watch it again because there's no reason to really. Um, so it's exciting and it's fun and it's well acted. And every now and again, they just drop in some little bits of intelligence, like um, hinting at uh, Kevin Costner's character's alcoholism and stuff like that. They don't overplay it. He just sort of <laughs> nips into the store and buys some whiskey and 
is just like looking at us like don't you dare start on me as if this is something that has happened in the past and those little moments I thought elevated it it's made with intelligence it's not pat and stupid it is actually quite an intelligent film and given that it doesn't aim to be I think that helps it get to the end so I won't watch it twice but a very very welcome watch once seven out of ten for letting go